Yo, welcome to episode Big Tray Dog. Mm-hmm. Bachelor Massacre. This is season 27 of The Bachelor. It is the third episode. I love how they call it weeks. I re- I'm curious to know if it, you know, this is technically week three, but has it really, you know, Zach was like, oh, it's been a couple weeks. You think it's been a couple weeks? You think it's been like three fucking days? Like, what do you think? Has it really been weeks? I hadn't even thought about the time like that because it would make sense that like why they're so wrapped up and getting like tears over everything, it seems like. Because maybe they are a little more, there is more longevity there than we realize. Oh, look at that sexy bottle of Elijah Craig. Yeah, Daddy got a voice problem tonight. He's be pouring it. Here it goes. This <laughs> yeah, get, this, get a sound by Elijah Craig. Yeah, Daddy. Sexy. I actually didn't hear any of that, but maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, maybe it'll come through. Yeah, maybe it'll, <laughs> not, maybe it'll come through drop, somehow. Drop it in post. Uh, but yeah, the, the the one thing that we saw tonight is the bond these women seem to have with each other. Obviously, there's yeah. that 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 weird sort of gray area of well, you're we're competing, but we're also friends. But like people were straight up emotionally moved by um, some of the departures, especially the yeah. self eliminations are always emotional, which is strange because those people are literally choosing to go home on their own. They're not having their heart broken as much. I mean, they might be heartbroken that they're not like connecting or whatever, or like they're not getting that validation, which was the, really the word of the night. A lot of validation. Validation was huge though. Technically the only self elimination of this evening was, uh, Brianna mm-hmm. and you know, quote unquote, as we said, she's been spiraling, for you know pretty much this entire time Mm -hmm. um so you know i wish her the best you know she was kind of just taking up space at this point so not really a problem for her to go she was a number one in the complaint department uh but (laughs) let's talk about these big dinosaurs first hello yeah okay well let's let's (laughs) let's set it off so um at the beginning of this episode we are reminded that there are only uh 17 women left who the are these random ass hoes and I gotta say that Jesse Palmer, Jesse Palmer's always trying to stir up some fucking drama. He co- and it's over nothing. He comes through and he goes, "So the one-on-one date will not be today." And everybody's like, oh. and then he's like, "That's because it's tonight." Dude, that was the clown, <laughs> the clowniest of fucking clown makeup intros. I was like, "What?" I was like, "Come on, Jesse." Dude, that's some kind of thing when you try to like pull over like different dinner plans on a toddler like only a toddler is like whoa you blew my mind yeah palmer palmer's always trying to stir up some shit fucking zach came through i'm surprised zach came through like they're pulling some like that was like some paradise vibes where like zach came through to like pick her up in front of like all the all the other girls how about that one girl smelling him Yes, I wrote down fucking, I heard, I heard sniffing. And then he wafted himself at her <laughs> like he was cool. Yeah, Zach is, I don't know. I, he's still a buster, but I'm, I'm definitely liking him more, which again, as I said last episode, the bar's been set really low. Yeah, he's starting to feel way, he's starting to feel himself more now as, as the weeks go by because like he's getting his own validation from one of the hottest crews of of like single women to ever grace the season. So of course he's got to be there, right? Yeah. Let's dive in on that just for a second, because I do have a note about that. And just while we're on the topic, I just want to take advantage of it. Zach is definitely, Zach is horny. Zach is very horny. Mm. Zach is also, as as you said, you know, he, he is starting to feel himself. Mm -hmm. And I think he's become really aware that he's in a situation that he's never been in, in his life. Albeit most of us have never been in this situation, but he's really, really, really never been in this situation. Mm -hmm. I don't think Zach has a lot of experience with hot women coming at him. I think this is kind of new for him. And I think he has fully uh, accepted the, the power, if you will, the situation that he's in, he's surrounded by beautiful women. And I think he is really enjoying that shit. I think after getting three weeks of flowers from some of the most beautiful women on earth, Leah, he's like, you know what? Maybe I do deserve this. Look at me. You know, I manscape, you know, his delivery is still that of kind of a buster, but mm-hmm. he's, he's aware of, of the situation he's in and he's in, he's enjoying the situation and he's enjoying himself. He seems to shine more in the one-on-ones, but when he's still, when he's presented with having to like speak to the room or do a toast or say hello to a cocktail party, 
he kind of falls apart, but that's fine. You know, that's fine. Um, so I was happy for you because Katie got selected for the one-on-one and big, I felt big like she's validation. One of your, yeah, that's, that was, that was for you for sure. What did you think of the selection of the natural history museum and that little like Willy Wonka key that he was able to open the door with? I was like, that's not really the key to this place. She was whack. I don't know about the key, whack. but, uh, I gotta say as I mean, having actually been to that museum as a child, my nostalgia buttons got pushed and I was like, yo, this is sick. Like a night in the museum, like with your boo, like that's pretty sick though. What'd you think about that? I like the gazelles. Uh, I like the uplighting on all of the pterodactyls. <laughs> you love uplighting. You're always calling I out love, some uplighting. I'm, bro, I need, <laughs> I need more of this in my life. This has been my biggest takeaway from this season is like, I need to uplight my life more. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, I deserve it. You know, I'm, I'm worth it. But what was your biggest takeaway from the night at the museum? Like it was made out to be this big thing like, oh, this walk of shame. But it really wasn't that much for me. I was just kind of like bored with it. Okay. I mean, two things that I have to say about that. Number one, how sad is it that Katie more than once said that she's never done anything romantic in her life? I was very taken aback by how sad uh, her story was. Like, it was like sad and underwhelming and like... Well, you know what? Another theme, a big theme, best friend is a big theme this season. Yeah, they're just looking for best friends. And, man. you know, she flexed that into a best friend situation they just want somebody to talk to about the saber-toothed tiger exhibit you know i don't think that the the you know the walk of sheet you know katie didn't refer to it as a walk of shame somebody else did and i gotta say another thing i noticed in this episode um repeatedly is the the mind fuck the producers love Mm, the mind fuck for sure and you know zach and katie could have potentially i mean zach's horny and they were in pajamas and they were in a tent, and they were in a museum. I mean, they probably fucked around, but like... That did not look like a comfortable bedding situation. A couple cots. They they pushed them together, though. They did push them together. Yeah, it was like a mash scene, like an army tent. The overnight was meant to create not so much a horny situation for Zach and Katie, but to fuck with the other contestants. For sure. You now have Christina having met... His family. Exactly where I was going with it. Yep. And now you've got Katie getting an overnight. I mean, one of the girls said it. She was like, she got a fantasy suite. Mm -hmm. Like, that's big, but, you know, who knows what they did, but that's there to fuck with the other people. I got to start using that term more in my life. Fantasy suite? Fantasy (laughs) suite. Man. Just that term just now, like, really resonated with me when it's outside of the context of the show. Like... About to offer my wife the fantasy suite later. Bro, can you imagine a fantasy suite just in your everyday life? Mm. Like, how sick would that be? Bro, I, my big takeaway was I just wrote down the word fine. I was like, it was fine. It was fine. Do you not, do you, what, how do you feel about their vibe? It's good. I mean, she is very earnest. I feel like she's very like, like she wears her heart on her sleeve. I feel like, and um, they're very into each other. They're very sweet. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> you know? I do, I do. She's funny though. She's the second funniest after Gabby. I think she cracks jokes. Oh, okay. She's right. she's yeah. kind of surreal in her humor. Like later when there's um, uh, an item of clothing in a box and everybody thinks it's like an evening gown or a dress. Yeah. She's like, yeah. maybe it's a wetsuit. <laughs> I thought that was cute. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, at this point, they start to lay the early groundwork of Christina Mandrell, trademark, uh, last name starting to drop that well i was on a i was on a one-on-one and i can attest to how special it was they did a good job of building that up by the way mm-hmm. we're going to talk about that more but they yeah they did some good editing with they with, laid the groundwork yes they, laid the they groundwork. really laid it yeah they really yeah. laid it um are you ready to go into to bud bowl excuse me bachelor bowl five yeah because if there's one thing we've learned it's that there's no rules in the game of life <laughs> Like, come on, dude. We know it's a game. I was like, what? <laughs> Again. Wait, is it no rules in the game of life or no rules in the game of love? Uh, wow. Maybe it's probably love, but I wrote down life probably because I was drinking. <laughs> but uh, shocker, it's a football game. 
you know, Bud Bowl Five. Let me ask you this: You're up on sports sports commentating. Are you familiar yeah. with Hannah Storm? Is she? Bro, uh, I wrote Hannah Storm down in all caps. There was a Hannah Storm <laughs> sighting. Bro, I was so like, were you, did you get a little starstruck by Hannah Storm? Bro, she'd have got the rose. She'd she'd I'd have been like Hannah. Oof. She knows her stuff. I was blown away. I actually edited this part out of the last episode, I believe. But you said that Jesse Palmer can really, he can really call him. You said he's a good, he's a good commentator. For sure. Yeah. He's actually, he's actually good. So I guess you would say that him, him and Hannah Storm together calling uh, Bachelor Bowl Five, like that's a, that's a legit crew right star there. Star studded. Top tier. Star studded booth for a dime store product. Uh, <laughs> it was the worst they're like, I was like, oh, it's Bachelor Bowl five. And I started to clown it. And then I will give the producers credit here. They clowned it themselves with that hilarious montage. Chef's kiss, baby. Chef's kiss. Hey, let me just say, this is not something that you might be uh, familiar with, but Mandy and I always used to get into it over Bachelor Winter Games. I'm one of the few people that I talk to yeah. about Bachelor Nation that remember Bachelor Winter Games. And Hannah Storm said she called Bachelor Winter Games. So any speaking of validation, anytime Bachelor Winter Games is mentioned on air, I get validation. That's awesome because that's that's gonna know that Hannah Storm like is a repeat customer because there was one point where I wrote down like Hannah Storm hates her career. No. <laughs> like she there was a couple oh. times where they cut to her. She loves this shit. And I saw her on Twitter talking about how much fun she had. Then uh, that could obviously just be for the Twitter. Or for being in the booth with Jesse Palmer. Hey oh. What do you think about and I, I particularly, you know, I hate it with the guys and I hate it with the gals, mostly for different reasons, but what do you think about these violent group dates? These 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 competitive sporting events where like it, they're they're hurting each other like they're straight up hurting each other and look bro i'm a rowdy ass bro i love all kinds of you know of course i want to watch girls play football and fuck themselves up but for this situation that they're that they're in it just is really unfair to make these girls i feel like basically hurt each other you know what I mean? For like the entertainment of Zach on his throne, you know? I'm just not about these violent dates. And when the guys do it, it's fucked up. They're literally trying to break motherfuckers' necks. And I just think they shouldn't be put in those situations. Am I a softie? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I couldn't uh, disagree with you more. I This is one of my <laughs> favorite parts of the show. Uh, I'm all about uh, it getting real, um, you know? Real painful. I was so happy, one, that it started off with the athleisure wear show, you know, a little warm up, you know, Sporty Spice. They're all Sporty Spicing it up. But there is so much more to enjoy for someone who has uh, labored through a number of these seasons um, with my lovely wife as, uh, you know, we've, you know, engaged in some trash TV with her. When this starts to happen and you start to see like... I, I can't even put a word on it. I was relieved after the first how boring Night at the Museum was to to have it followed up with the Bachelor Bowl Five, a Hannah Storm sighting. They had a couple like actual NFL stars. Um, let me just go through the highlights that this that this section brought me. One one of the teams is called the Ballzacks. Yeah, didn't you say that you wanted to, to have some balls? Everybody loves the Ballzack, dude fantastic also at this point my children were in the room and uh it, it was hilarious because they're like balzacs and whitney and i are dying laughing and we're like eh, we'll explain it to you in a couple years uh, there's the hannah storm sighting the balzacs the fake injury what is one of these uh segments if they don't cut to an ambulance and then cut to commercial leaving you in wonder if someone's hurt okay gabby peter pants Okay, uh, Christina claims to do CrossFit and then body checks a woman for real. Okay, yeah, Christina was getting after it, bro. Yeah, this is one of the moments where it's not about just um, bullying or a meeting of the minds or who can diss who. You actually get to take some shots at people who have you know done you wrong. And um, you know when the Balzacs won, I had a I had a real grin on my face. I did. Bro, how about when Genevieve straight like f fucking fish arm face planted <laughs> her last run for glory almost made a touchdown. She went, bro, she went down. <laughs> 
she went like, down like, like head man. first, like goosh. Yeah, dude, she had the she had the arm sling. Dude, Genevieve got fucked up, but that's what I'm saying. Like, bro, imagine it's like you're on this show, you're trying to look all cute and just fucking you know be there and stunt, and now you got to go out there and break fucking necks. Let me tell you, bro, we used to play you know some fucking notepad tackle football, you know, on Thanksgiving and shit. And motherfuckers always got fucked up. I seen a dude get his nose broken. I seen dudes. I, my boy got a concussion. I was sitting with him in the bleachers, and he kept looking at me going, how come I'm not playing? And I was like, bro, because you have a fucking concussion. Yeah. Like, motherfuckers get jacked up playing football, especially when they don't know how to play that shit. And I'm like, when they show the girls at the house, they're like, I'm sore. They all got fucking bandages, <laughs> bandages on and shit. Yeah, but their footage looked more like, like a Pop Warner game. They're just milling around they're not even in the right full formation i'll give it to you when it's the bachelorette and it's all these guys like wrestling steers and like mud wrestling and these dudes are yoked like i'd be horrified yo yeah dude i think about that shit too but i love that change of pace it's not just about another night at the museum it's about physical violence i would rather i would rather see girls play football than dudes on on this show, on this show, for sure. I I actually enjoyed it because there's some because there were some funny things. There were some funny things, and there was Hannah Storm, and I got mad love for Hannah. Hannah, if, if you're listening, scottyboombox.com, girl, hit me up. Floss in the uh, red pantsuit, and not the only pantsuit of the evening. That is right. I did really like Christina pouring. I think it was into Brooklyn's mouth when they were doing the the celebration, and the they kind of butted. Yeah. They were going ham, dude, and I'm pretty sure Christina poured uh, champagne into Brooklyn's mouth. Though I will say, most iconic. I don't know if you watch this season, but most iconic moment in recent memory involving champagne is uh, Gabby Windy um, when uh, Shanae got sent home. With with the two bottles, mm, like a Pull, double shake weight. Pulling up yeah. the two bottles, man. That shit yeah. was um <laughs> shake weight, nice. So after uh the the fucking bachelor bowl, we've got the evening portion. It's the Balzac's um, after dinner special. That's right. And I gotta say, Christina was definitely drunk. Bro, this is, let's like, go down this path. Let's she was running her mouth, but she was lit. She may not recover from this. This was her entire downfall. This one night, like, was the worst look. I mean, she she turns into a bully. I'm openly rooting against her at this point. I've completely flipped on her during this night. Well, I, so, you know, I wrote down um, when when she said... That's inevitable. You know what I mean? When when Morning, Balin. got sent home, mm -hmm. almost a self-elimination. I want to circle back to that in a second. But fucking Christina, when she was like, it's inevitable. And I'm like, she's not wrong. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? She's not wrong. She's lost her filter. Yeah, but she's not wrong. And I felt yeah. like the girls got really offended by that. And I was like, well, she speaks the truth. I was like, I know a fucking bully edit is coming. Mm -hmm. It better be more real than this because she speaketh the truth there. Yeah. But then she proceeds to fucking. She keeps bringing up her own one-on-one -on -one again. Shout out to uh, Rodeo Brooklyn. Rodeo Brooklyn is like not having it. Stillwater, Oklahoma. I love her lip injections. Her lip injections are taking over her face, bro. She got that diet skate moss kind of vibe. She, dude, she is. Uh, she starts taking shots at her, like she's not having it. So you know, shout out Stillwater, Oklahoma. Uh, they're not. They don't stand up for bullying. Okay, but again, so much kissing. I mean, bro. So Again, much kissing. So much France kissing. It's 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 a lot. Yo, what do we think about Morning Balin coming through and basically setting her she basically threw a grenade in her own lap. I mean, yeah. do you well, think if she had not brought that up, if she had not brought up their, you know, uh wavering chemistry, do you think she might have stuck around? Because Zach was on some like, well, now that you mention it. Yeah, I think, well, before we get there, though, I thought she could have overcome it because, you know, she was looking like a tasty freeze, little orange sherbet push-up pop. She should not have let, I, was it Ariel? She, the other woman who came up and was like, sorry, do you mind if I interrupt? Like, Zach was looking at the other woman like, actually, this is not a good time. And then, ba and then. Morning, Balin. Was like. 
okay, yeah, sure. I'm like, yo, you should not have let that interruption go down. You should have held your ground. Zach would have had your back on that. Y'all was having some real talk. I think what happened with her is that he felt so bad about messing up her name in you know, round one or week one or what it was, oh, right? Oh, you think that that's where all it came from? I mean, he kissed her like right out of the limo. Is that the first time that's ever happened, well, bro? Like, is she is she uncool though? She's very pretty. She's and I know very there's, pretty, there's more but, to this. I know Zach's looking for his, you know, looking for his best friend, but I mean, she's very pretty. I have a little theory on this that that I'm not ready to unveil yet in the episode, but definitely like, whoa, you got you got like. Back pocket theories? You're just waiting to pull out? I do, dog. I do. <laughs> oh, but shit. I tell you what. I tell you what. I I thought, in spite of her self-sabotage, that falling on her own grenade, right, that that orange dress was going to help her. It, was, it wasn't going to matter. I'm, I, I'm going to say it again, like that push-up pop. I was like, besmirched. The orange? The orange sherb? Ugh. The one that sometimes has uh, Fred Flintstone on it? Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Oof, be my Betty Rebel, girl. And then once the doubt happened, he was like, yeah, you're right. You got to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm saying I feel like she she did it. She did it to herself like fucking Radiohead, man. The whole time. <laughs> oh, wow. Excellent reference. Now, the whole time, they're just cutting back to more Christina. Christina drunk. Christina bad mouthing everybody. She's dude. Every time, every other time they show her, she's like down in a glass and like setting it down. Mm -hmm. Like she was fucked up. I mean, I, I'm not saying that that makes it okay, but like, you know, I'm saying it makes it okay for how whack I might be tonight because I'm not supposed to be drinking and I'm I'm pretty lit. But um, she was definitely drunk. But the way she, she the, so here's here's where the line was crossed, and I think all of America and you and I will agree. You know, we all like charity. You're a fool if you don't like charity. Charity is the shit. Easy to root for. I was really happy to see that Charity got the rose tonight. Like, yeah. Charity's cool. She deserved it. Like, I wanted to see her get that shit. And where Christina really crossed the line is all the dust is settled. All the other ladies are very respectful of the moment. And they're sad that Bailey went home. Morning, Balin. Morning, Balin. She out. Yeah. It's not about Christina in this moment. It's 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 doubly not about her. It is about them losing a friend and them inexplicably crying over Bailey going home and that there is a woman who has won a rose. And it's like, and who's who who's over here making it about herself? What did she say? She says, I'm confused. Like, I'm just I'm confused. I'm confused. Yeah. I'm actively rooting against Christina at this point. Now, she did get the villain edit, but she kind of deserves it. And at this point, we get the one of the greatest quotes of this episode from my girl, Rodeo Brooklyn. Quote, have you ever just considered literally just shutting the fuck up? Have you ever considered just literally shutting the fuck up? <laughs> Bro. Yeah. Oh, my God. Give that girl a rose right now. Hello. Yeah, I like Brooklyn, man. Brooklyn Brooklyn ain't going to even make top five, but I hope she sticks around as long as as long as she can. As She'll be on it. Paradise, though. Brooklyn yeah. will be on Paradise. She's going to rope a motherfucker on Paradise. You don't invest that much in lip injections and don't make it to BIP. God damn those lips. So let's talk about let's talk about the next one on one. Who the fuck? Who the f are these random ass hoes? Who the fuck is Allie? <laughs> Who the fuck is Allie, bro? <laughs> Honestly. Uh, Honestly. Dude, I maybe they found her in one of those uh, storage units that they tried to start the date off with. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> like, she just hopped out of one of the lockers in the in the football game uh, locker room. Like, who the fuck is Allie, bro? I'm so glad you said that. I do, I do not remember her. Um, I'm glad she's here. Great. I remember there was someone from Hotlanta. It's her. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're trotting out every every little trope you know there's so much producer manipulation right maybe the producers are like well your next is ally but again the editing maybe him and ally have been like bonding 
a lot, but their conversations have just been fucking boring or he hasn't been ramming his fucking tongue down her throat. So they haven't been showing us. And bro, okay, what's your opinion on the wedding theme to dates? I'm glad this one went a totally different direction, but I don't know if you recall, but in, in many seasons now, they've had these dates where they dress up like they're getting married and they do wedding photos or they have someone like, show me what you would say if you proposed to me. I think those are, those dates are fucked too. They're running out of ideas. They already trotted out the Bud Bowl five. Now we're taking the jump together out of a plane in wedding clothes. Like I thought it was whack. I think that they're like, they started off like, like, it looks like a wedding at a self-storage business. It's an obvious skydive <laughs> based on what all of the, all of like the wording, all their little like hints are the most obvious things you've ever heard in your entire life. Her outfit was absolutely hideous, bro. I know that she had to have like a fucking pantsuit or whatever because she was jumping out of a plane. But what the fuck, bro? The wedding gown? That shit was fucking dog shit, bro. It was terrible. And so then... Now they're going to go up in this plane. And at this point, you know, it's normally set up to be like, well, I'm with him, so I'm going to do it. Or he's going to be there for me. And and she says these things. But when they get up in that plane, bro, she looks cool as a cucumber. And he looks like he's going to shit his pants. Like, <laughs> it is not... It is not how she's saying it. He looks horrified. It's hilarious. Yeah, she seems pretty cool. I don't, she's not really that exciting to me, mm -mm. but she seems like kind of like a cool, you know, she's cool, you know, like I'd kick it with her. Yeah, well, she's got a good job. She's educated. She's well, she seems grounded. She seems real and earnest. She's got it all. But like, like the first one on one date, somehow this one's even more boring to me. You know, to me, the most exciting part of this date is when after after they finally touched down, um, bro, they they took him to a hot tub vineyard. Like, where do I book that? Yeah, that part. Like, I love the hot tub that has the fucking the uh, the fucking stovepipe <laughs> coming out of it. I want to sit in one of those. This is this is why later I'm like, how in the hell is Zach so sunburned? Yeah, like, dude, his fucking face was destroyed. I wrote down Zach's fucking sunburnt ass nose. Bro, he's jerkied out. He is he is donezo. <laughs> and I'm telling you, then they finally go, and then it's like, okay, now we're going to walk downtown. I'm like, damn, you got a three-part date. All right, good for you, Allie. And then Allie starts talking about how she's a control freak. And she, and she says, quote, I fool a lot of people. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah, Zach, I know how you talked about last episode about how Zach has no poker face. He was like, oh, uh, what? why do you say that? Like, he was fucking, he got fucked up by that. He starts talking with his eyes closed. That's a go-to Zach move. That's when Zach's really, ah, that's when he's really, ah, feeling the pain. I wrote down, okay, is this the red flag? Apparently not. Zach's cool with it. It's totally fine. But dude, then they start dancing. And what is it? I thought it was them Carolina boys. It was another country uh, country phenom. Look, bro, <laughs> let me tell you. Phenom. I wrote down that they are. Um, <laughs> bro, I'm so glad you you mentioned that because that that's that's the OG Bachelor formula. A oh, motherfucking some no name pop country shit with that, that you Nashville gotta up act and like comer. you're excited about it. Yeah. And Zach, with literally zero enthusiasm in his voice, says. We've got a little bit of a performance with Griffin Palmer. <laughs> and you're like, who? And everyone Googles Griffin Palmer. Griffin Palmer's like, thank you, God, to my promoter who got me to sing in this abandoned spaghetti warehouse. <laughs> Did nobody ever, besides when, um, when they had Chase Rice on there and it turned out that Victoria Fuller was fucking him right before she went on the show or whatever. Besides, do you remember that? Did you watch Peter Weber's season? Dude, no. Victoria Fuller's origin story, which is fucking immaculate, 
involves them going on a one-on-one to this kind of like street fair thing where Chase Rice is performing and we find out that that's Victoria's ex. Ex. I did see this. Dude, Chase Rice who played football at Carolina, dude. Them Carolina boys are getting (laughs) You know it circles back to them Carolina boys, bro. Every time. Uh, So definitely return uh, to the fucking formula. But, you know, I get, you know, Zach's, Zach was able to put a positive spin on it and say, hey, it sounds like you're used to putting yourself second in relationships. I've done that too. (laughs) So now we have trauma bonded. Therefore, you get the rose. And you know what? More power to Allie. I don't think she's going to go far either. But um, again, maybe there's something going on that we don't see. I don't, I don't get it, and I don't think that, that the producers did either. That's why they're leaning so hard into these pool party promos, baby. Okay, well, the pool party. We're going to get to the pool party. I got lots to say about the pool party. I'm probably going to have to edit out half the things I have to say about the pool party. Um, you know, uh, so then uh, it cuts to a shot that the, of, of Jesse walking in to the room. I thought it was fucking... Mm-hmm. I thought it was Zach. I'm sorry, but you gotta you gotta have a host and a and a lead that look a little more different, bro. You you, you can't. I can't have the ho- the fucking host walking in the room and thinking it's the talent, bro. I can't. I can't do that. If you're a bachelor, you look for the most part you're cut from the same cloth as some of the other bachelors. And Jesse Palmer was a bachelor. They're both bachelors. It's fine. Jesse Palmer is a, I'll use the word happily loosely since I don't know, but Jesse Palmer is a married man, correct? Mm-mm. Oh, he's just out there swinging dick. Oh, he's his body count is probably like in the 15 hundos. He's, you know I mean? like, he's not married? No. Why no did I way. think he was a family man? <laughs> because he's probably got a couple families from state to state. Oh, Palmer, bro. Palmer. You know, Palmer really plays up that nice guy. That nice guy routine on TV, but it sounds like you know the real Palmer. I'm talking to stats right now, um, and I'm, I'm I'm talking to my stats uh, department about. Oh, he is married, and I am wrong. Uh, he did find love with model Emily Fardo. How many years ago? Are you on the wiki? It'll tell you. Uh, the, uh, this is January 2023. They secretly tied the knot in June of 2020. Okay. Uh, probably because she didn't want to kill his game, you know? Good for yeah, her. You, know? well, you got to get a woman who understands you. Yeah, you know, it's probably good for him to be married, uh, surrounded by all these beautiful women who obviously only have eyes for Zach Shalcross. Tell you what, though, I was looking for that ring, though, but that's a whole other podcast. Oh, I'm all always right. looking for rings, big dog. Uh, everybody's everybody's rings. You know, let me ask you this. Why do you think they got so excited about the concept of a pool party when the only dude there... It's going to be Zach. They're like pool party, but it's like, what? So y'all basically y'all going to do the same shit you do all day, which is sit around and drink. But now y'all going to do it in bikinis. Oh, y'all going to be so self-conscious trying to stunt. Uh, it doesn't sound fun to me, but they're like pool party. Yes. Cause they're like, I guess. Cause they're like, I get to stick my tits in Zach's face. Like what? Well, why the excitement about the pool party? That's actually going to be a bunch of fucking mean girl competition. Why do they get excited about the concept? I thought like there'd be some twist where like he was going to DJ the pool party or something, <laughs> you know, with a sick Nickelback set. But then they cut to him, and it doesn't even look like he can grill. You know? Nah, he was just like poking at a hot dog with a spatula. I feel like it's their turn to like get his attention, especially for those that have not had the chance to jump out of a plane or meet his mom or whatever. They did that shit for America, maybe, bro. There was a lot of breasticles on the television. Greer was ready to make me take back my red solo cup comment. She was like, I was like, oh. Bro, Greer sprayed him down. She She sprayed down and wiped down. I was like, okay, Greer, well, I take it back. All right, it's fine. Can I tell you something, big dog? I went on her uh, Instagram and I don't know why I'm talking the way I'm talking. I'm just fucking lit tonight. But I went, right. <laughs> I went on her, her Instagram and she's got that. She's got that bikini, dog. She's got pictures in that same bikini on the she ground. She's ready. She's probably got the week to week. As every episode comes out, she's got the same outfit. You know, who knows? She came through with the spray spray. Okay. But one thing that I'm going to give you credit for was last week you brought up this bizarre uh at the time, to me, it was a little bizarre that there was no butts on The Bachelor. Bro, there was no butts at the pool party. 
Right? That was a butt opportunity. I believe it was Greer who did the cannonball. I was like, maybe you sort of see a butt almost for a second. No Mm -mm. butts. But let me tell you why there's no butts. Let me tell you why there's no butts. You ready for a conspiracy theory? Yeah, go ahead. These girls are wearing some cheeky bottoms. I was okay? thinking the same the thing. Che- the cheeks are the out, bro. The cheeks are out. And they caught shit selection. because swimwear they selection. fucked around on Peter Weber's season, and they did this shit, and they've done it probably on other seasons, but it was predominant in Peter Weber's season where they try to Photoshop the shit. They do these really bad Photoshop jobs where like somebody basically just is on their iPhone with the fucking paint pen, Drawn like a similar red color that matches the the red color of the bikini bottom, they're trying to they'd be trying to Photoshop the cheeks out, and they got called out because everyone was like, "Bro, look how stupid this is!" Like I can see this, like you're not fooling anybody. So they were like, "Fuck it, we can't show these cheeks. We're not gonna Photoshop them out." So y'all just get nothing. It was edited. y'all just get nothing. I saw a couple side profiles. I got a couple uh, a couple profiles maybe, but yeah, the butts were on lock, bro. They were hidden. Yeah. You're absolutely right. They they're not showing booties on this ep, on this season in general, and I definitely thought it was a choice in swimwear. That was the issue. That will continue to be the issue. It's these girls. You know these girls came to stunt, bro. So the cheeks are That's out. Right. Okay, the cheeks are out. So, so let's get to self sabotage numero dos. Okay, Indeed. which is Brianna uh, America's Rose, which now she's got a she got a reputation. She's here to complain again. You know. Um, she's talking about safe environments, uh, safe spaces. Um, I don't know. I need to listen. I feel like those words have been triggering me. Like, I don't understand how, uh, how we're talking about safe, safer environments than where she is right now. I didn't see anything. I feel like I started to turn against, uh, Brianna, Brianna. What'd I say? It's, it's Brianna. It's Brianna. It's Brianna. I mean, and this is when I start to think about Zach. Like, if you complain or if you self-sabotage, you're out. Like he doesn't, he's not, he's he has no time for you. He was fine with her going. Yeah, so I wanted to bring I wanted to bring that up. Yeah, Zach has no fucking time for that shit. And as soon no. as I think it was her, I can't remember which date it was now, but as soon as somebody, possibly her, started like Acting like they were going to talk about drama, his whole shit just dropped, and he was like, "Uh huh, yeah, done." Mm. Like he's just like, "No, you know what? He does not want to do it. That's he does right. not want to do it." Um, and I'll say, you know, I respect safe spaces in the sense that these people should be protected and not harassed, and they should not be in a situation where they feel like they're in danger. I respect that element of a safe space. But the safe space that Brianna is looking for in this context does not exist because it is a competition. You're locked in a fucking house with a bunch of women who all want the same thing that you want. So there's going to be drama there, and there's not a, there's, there's, there's no obligation to be protected from that drama because this is a drama this is a drama infested location. So it's you can't be safe from the drama in this context. I guess my point is is that like versus other seasons of this and other iterations of these types of situations, the other situation, like there's a past of far more toxic actions and people than, than the one that I've seen on this season. And maybe I'm wrong. I just feel like Christina is Mandrell. If she's the big evil safe space killer, She's not even really that bad. Well, I will say this. As far as toxicity is concerned, this is some low-level shit. Exactly. We've seen much more nasty shit on this show recently. Way, Matt way James's season, toxic as fuck. Bad. Bad. Like this is not this is not crazy. Like insulting, like throwing crazy insults at each other. Like absolutely versus this was like uh, Christina is tame. Christina is tame. But shout out to fucking Brianna for backing out the door and boop, tossing that grenade on the right way out. The She's bus. like, uh, I'm out. Bus. I'm leaving. But by the way, it's Christina. <laughs> it's Christina. It's like Christina. she fucking. She was like, okay. Yeah. Anyway, boom, pulled the pin. Pew, tossed that little grenade I in the know. room, and then just ducked out. And then shout out to the producers where they cut to the shot of the deflated balloon in the pool. Let's <laughs> yes! let's get it. All right. Yep. That was the vibe. 
vibe. That was the vibe. Sidebar. We got. I'm sorry, man. Um, I sent you uh, some some screenshots of this. I posted on Instagram. I posted those same screenshots. Zach Ariel's 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 breasticles really really had Zach shook, bro. And shook. she was working him though too. He was he was not only in her Venus flytrap, and that's not a meta. Well, I guess it is a metaphor. It's, yes, it's funny you say Venus because she's a goddess. She's in control, and then she kind of like she kind of had a like a not great kiss with him, and then used it against him, and then got him to get a, another one, and then she kind of gave him shit for like grabbing her butt, and he's like, "No, I didn't," and then she's like, "No, it's okay if you did," and I'm like. Oh, she was the mat. I mean, manipulator. It was so good. She's in control. She knows what she's doing. I was like, well played. Do you think she's going to go far, though? Do you think she's going to yes, go far? Definitely. You do. In the midst of further than I initially thought. I didn't think initially. I was like, okay, whatever. But like, she has a she has a a way with him. She has a way where she can definitely command the situation she has a certain power to her that she knows how to wield it's impressive i was mad impressed i am beautiful i am confident i am strong brianna's thrown the grenade right even in spite of my disdain oh, yeah, for her we safe space and again i'm not a big safe space hater but in this case i'm like i don't know that this is where you apply this term but whatever it's not it's not. um a lot of people crying over the exit yeah. A lot of people, more crying. I'm talking, I wrote down two terms. I wrote down sun poisoning and tequila. Here we go. <laughs> like, like Zach's been skydiving. He's been in a vineyard hot tub. Uh, you know, everyone's, everyone's hammed. You know, a lot of people taking shots. Um, and now Christina's talking to herself on the stairs. She's talking to the producer. Yeah, stair staircase crying is 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 a trope on the show now. I feel like you have it to is. take like like five drinks every time somebody cries on a staircase. But also like this is what happens when you get sun poisoning and tequila. One, two. You know? That is that is one that's the three. That you know goes one, two, three. You know? <laughs> sun poisoning, tequila. You're talking to yourself, you're crying on some stairs. Like no lie. So he gets a little round robin of clarity, right? So the other, so he he does his due diligence. The weird cutscene of him talking to Christina, she's like, "Help me, help me, help oh, me!" Oh yeah, God, I was like, that I was, was like, that was uncomfortable. He, he's already proven. Nope, I'm not having it. If you're not giving me butterflies, Reese cups, or French kisses, like you're off the show, you know. And I was like, yeah. "Oh, she's done for. He might actually kick her off the show." And then, um. There's, there's a weird montage of, I think of like Davia Davia. I'll never get her name right. It's fine. Of consoling her in the hallway. We get a, a shot of Anastasia in a bikini. Thank you, producers. You heard my, you know, efforts to get her some more camera time. Um, and then we're out. Like, who knows what's going to happen at the at, at the final rose ceremony. Who the f*** are these random ass hoes? All right, so we're going to cut to the rose ceremony. We got the tears. We got the climax the cliffhanger we got a lady crying on the stairs um we got an arm sling coming up but it's time <laughs> i don't even realize that there's only one woman going home at this thing i mean it takes me the entire ceremony to even realize hey, oh, i had yeah, no idea it was only gonna be one two but but it's because it's because morning balen let her cut herself loose and brianna right. so three might have gone home Early exit. But when they bounce, they take they take roses with them when they bounce. That's I right. believe. That's right. So That's Zach right. might have had three roses at the ceremony, but it came down to Uno, I guess. That's right. Well, I mean, obviously it comes down to one, but you know what I'm saying? It came down to uh, a two a two two woman choice. Let me ask you this. When when Genevieve takes her rose. Genevieve. Okay. And she got <laughs> she got the arm sling. Right? Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, was it bad and then something else happened? Like, did she deflate the pool ball? I don't know. You know, like, was there an accident? Because I didn't see the arm sling at the pool party. Oh, do you feel like maybe she, like, she tweaked it at the bud bowl, but then yeah. she fucking was chicken fighting really? and, like, yeah, boom, just fighting. the shoulder yes. the shoulder just came out. I forgot about the chicken. The shoulder butt. just came exactly. out. Exactly. You know, she slipped, you know, on, on a hot dog by the grill. I don't she know. Slipped, <laughs> she slipped a disc, bro. She, she slipped, slipped a disc. disc. Yeah. But, like, they don't even address it. Like, she's just like... Genevieve, 
Genevieve walks up and you're like, bro, she got a blue sling to match the blue. Yeah. She had a blue dress, that, right? That I was like, shit, I don't know. That shit cracked me up though. I'm like, but there's no backstory on this. But dude, they showed her, I think in slow motion, taking that fucking limp arm fucking dive, bro. Like if this fell. was a visual show, I would be repeating. It would be like a fucking, yes. like, yes. It, like we'd be, be on Tumblr right now. It would be like, gush, 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 just fucking Genevieve eating it, bro. I'm, yeah. She's lucky she's not in a fucking neck brace. How is that not? The cutscene for the ambulance when Anastasia's fake early injury was the ambulance. Bro, you know? Anastasia's so dewy, bro. Oh, she's so dewy. Uh, she's like, she's what like, like half of L O Cool J's early catalog was written for. They jingling, Dude, she baby. basically looks like L O Cool J's lips in human form. That is what half his catalog was written for. Anastasia, I'm gonna get off my soapbox before i get why didn't you laugh at my 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 joke that that anastasia is that this looks like ll cool j's lips in human form i I feel like that was oh she's so so glossy now you're gonna have to edit me because i was talking over that yeah you were so busy with your joke that you didn't realize that my joke was was maybe that's what it is maybe i love her because i love ll cool j so much um i wasn't ready for this this is like therapy so i gotta say you know, you know who was looking really fly at the rose ceremony? Who? Jesse Palmer. <laughs> Bruh uh, came out he, in the pinstripe suit. He's winning you over. Fucking, I, dude, that shit was tailored around his fucking guns, yeah. bro. He basically pulled the fucking Emmanuel Acho, bro. He's oh. He came out tri- looking. Ho, 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 hold your horses. Hello, my man, Emmanuel Acho. Bruh, he came out. He came out looking like a beast in that pinstripe i was like okay jesse out here trying to stunt i'm glad that he is married because if i thought he if i knew he wasn't married or thought he wasn't married i think he was out there trying to stunt bro bro after the after the final rose turns out that suit was painted on an outro okay yeah bro bro that was a body spray there's no way that is that's the definition of a fucking stud right there big dog dude it was crazy all right can we talk about um christina mandrell's reaction to every single rose that didn't go to her i was lapping it up squirming like i had never oh it was pure squirm it was so great so great a wreck an absolute wreck the entire ceremony so listen have you did you know that she's all there there are already rumors that she's going to be the next bachelorette oh i mean it makes sense um I'm gonna I'm gonna go into a little. I don't co-sign on that. I don't co-sign on you that. You shouldn't. But I mean, I'm gonna parent corner here for just a second. Like, like I alluded to earlier in the episode, my kids were in the room during part of it. Whatever. This is part of the reason why I was talking about Lotto in the eight o'clock hour, talking about bad bitches. Like, my kids are up, okay? But like, my daughter sees Christina Mandrell and goes, "Oh, I like her." Who's her? She's the winner. She's the one I'm rooting for. I don't know if it's them baby mama vibes. She looks like a Barbie. Maybe she's very personable when she's not being a bully. Have you ever considered just literally shutting the up? So the final rose gets handed out, right? And it's Mercedes. And I'm like, oh, Davia's happy. You know, she's she saved her girl. You know, <laughs> I but, thought about that, too, just because you I had like, said that. But. I was, sh- I mean, Christina's out. I was shocked that she's out. Legitimately I'm shocked, shocked she's out too. I was shocked. shocked. So I, I do think there's a lot of validity to what you're saying about how she might be a front runner for the next season. Absolutely. Do you think, despite the fact that she was edited to be a bully and a villain, do you think at the end of the day people felt sorry for her that she got eliminated? Um, because that would help. Some sympathy would help if she is indeed going to be the Bachelorette. I mean, because otherwise we we don't want to we don't want a bully to be the Bachelorette. I think her bully edit was not as bad as nearly as bad. Like not even doesn't hold a candle to some of the other bully edits, and it's not even the edit; it's literally the actions. And I think yeah. that what she did was like, as she, like we said, she was drunk after the football party. You know, she laid some hits on some fools. She was, you know, she was knocking bitches out. You know, she was drunk as hell. She might have been thinking about her daughter. I don't know. But like she was drunk, obviously. She showed her ass. And and Zach has a she he has shown he's not playing like 
if you if you fuck up his his fucking spin the bottle make out fast you're off the boat you're off the island that is zach's fucking mo man like you cannot kill his vibe she did it you cannot kill his vibe that's right and then brianna threw her on on under the bus people corroborated the story it was like she did do it but it wasn't as bad as all of the other you know um all of the other villains and so i think america could have wanted or used more of christina mandrell in this storyline but she got kicked off probably to the dismay of these producers and to christina mandrell's agent who got her the cameo got her the home one-on-one in week two and got her last name all over america's you know you know headlines scotty take us home baby well listen what did we learn? Zach is only here for a good time. And just like every other trope in this uh, in this show, specifically this episode, we got uh we got football, we got bachelor games, we got jumping out of a plane, we got wedding gowns, we got a night at the museum, we got um you know, all of the things that we expect out of this episode and this season, this show, this franchise. And the previews are no less. The previews. What do we got? We got destinations. We got fireworks. We got boats. We're all, why aren't we Frenching on a boat? Why aren't we Frenching everywhere? We're Frenching other multiple fireworks. But, oh, it's not just all parties. We're cutting to the tears, daddy. That's right. It's tear time. And the question that haunts every lead in this franchise are you really Are here, you here for me? Who the f are these random ass hoes? I, I'm always attracted to women with powerful jaws. And I think, I wonder if it's because of my own jaw which I wish was more powerful. I don't have a, a Zach Shalcross jawline. I don't have a fucking Scotty Boombox jawline. So I think that I am attracted. I have an thank you. It's called an underbite, but thank you. <laughs> well, yeah, you and Gabby. But I think I'm attracted to women with powerful jaws because something inside of me wants to procreate with a powerful mm. jawed woman in order mm -hmm. to for my offspring to have yeah. a more powerful jaw. It's it's very Nordic of you, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, if there's that's, one thing I look like, it's Nordic, <laughs> it's deep seated roots. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's maybe, I, you know? maybe I want you know? to be more, uh, more yeah. Nordic.